Charles thinks it's Christmas. Yo ho 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 ho. It's a, Don't tell him. It's Christmas in July, everybody. Well, I just feel like Christmas season, you know, it starts earlier and earlier every year. So why don't we get a jump on it and start it on 9-11 this year? Oh, it's 9-11. Yeah. That's why the start how of the, the time flies? It's kind of like, like global warming is extending the summer to be longer. And so I think we need to combat that by moving Christmas earlier than ever. I've noticed that they're actually putting out Christmas decorations in January now. In January, in the clearance section. And it's just disgusting. <laughs> it's like Halloween hasn't even happened yet. It hasn't even been Flag Day. Come on, people. And I, I normally associate uh, 9-11 with Halloween because it's kind of one of those spooky holidays. Yeah, it produced a lot of ghosts. Well, I associate it. I associate it with Christmas anyway, because remember when those Budweiser Clydesdales kneeled for 9-11? Clydesdales feel kind of festive and Christmassy to me. They do. They, they can fly. They have Santa colors, like red and white. The Budweiser colors are also Santa colors. Uh, Budweiser is uh, Santa's favorite beer. That's right. As a kid, we used to always leave it out for him, you know? Yep. And a glass of milk on the side because he, he likes it to be a creamy beer. If you had to show people what America is in three minutes, you would show them that video, the, Buds, the Budweiser Clydesdales kneeling in front of the Twin Towers with the music playing, and then scroll down to the comments where the people say, I watch this every day and it never fails to make me tear up. Yeah, it's a good thing to watch before you like go to the mall and try to find people uh, doing stolen valor. Yeah. Or stolen goods from the store. Is there anyone in the mall anymore, period? Well, the mall is completely empty except for GameStop, which is entirely full of guys that say they were in the Marines. <laughs> They're all wearing oversized green jackets from Goodwill. So, Derek, did you bring us any presents today? Uh, for 9-11 Christmas? Yeah. Um, well, I kind of, I come from a different family background than you guys. I'm white. And so we don't have like a materialistic connection with 9-11. Um, <laughs> so I, I didn't bring anything except for, I think, just like, you know, peace, meditation, um, you know, try to try not to do anything vertical today. So you have a more spiritual connection with 9-11 than like material, basically? Oh, yeah. I mean, like for me, 9-11, I mean, even, ever since I was a kid, I was like... I think the very first 9-11 of my life was, like, I was on the playground and a kid, like, stole my shoes. <laughs> and I was like, this is 9-11 of my life, you know. But you was just, it on 9-11? That, that was on 9-11, 1999 when that happened. Uh, well, no, it was, I don't know. I don't know what day it was, but it was, it was the 9-11, it was the first 9-11 I experienced of my life. Oh, I got you. 9-11-99, that was a bad one because they had to get in all the extra bad stuff they forgot from the last millennium. Oh, right. Kind of they like had to cram right it in before. under the line, right? It's the last 9-11. We forgot to do a lot of stuff. We forgot to steal shoes. We forgot to do whatever else happened on that day. Probably a celebrity died. And that was my personal 9-11. Yeah. And then I think the, the 2001-9-11, which I think now everybody's like, oh, that's the... That's the best That's one. That's a popular one now. Yeah, people think of that as the 9-11. It's like how people say Kleenex for tissues. Right, yeah. It's like golden era of 9-11s. It's like, yeah, that one was fine. But also, here's the thing. That's a 9-11 where, like, it's famous because celebrities didn't die. Because, like, yeah, all the celebrities were on the plane, and then they got their uh, pagers went off or something, and they all knew not to get on the plane anymore because 9-11 yeah, was like, about uh, to happen. Yeah, like Seth MacFarlane. 
Yeah, it is funny how certain people didn't go to work that day, like celebrities. Yeah, no celebrities went, went to work, to work in the Twin Jay-Z Towers. Put his album out that day. Jay Z, but worked, not the ones who worked, worked in the Twin day. Towers. Well, maybe I don't know if Rockefeller Records was located in the Twin Towers or not, but the Twin Towers in Brooklyn. Yep, the Twin Towers are the Marcy Projects. Did you know not a single chiropractor died in the Twin Towers that day? <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> kind of makes you think. And everyone who died uh, was on seed oils. Not a single bluegrass musician in the bunch either. I'm trying to find a pattern here. You know, um, Derek, I guess I think of 9-11 as being like a gift-giving holiday. And I'm just kind of curious what you think the reason for the season is then if you don't give gifts on it for Christmas 9-11. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, again, it's, it's a personal thing. And I have a personal relationship with 9-11 um, that I think has like brought me a lot of like peace um, and joy in my life. But I wouldn't necessarily want to turn to something materialistic. Like for me, it's not about, oh, I want to go consume something. I want to, I want to get out my, my sparklers and have a big loud 9-11. Um, and that's honestly, that's why I never liked the 2001 version of it because it's like, oh great, uh, just because it's the new millennium, we have to go crazy. Uh, no, I like kind of like the soft, we have 9-11 at home, you know, is what we do. Oh, okay. It's more of a little a small family get together. You don't even have like your extended family there. I mean, so. may, yeah, maybe a close friend or two or, if some, you know, bring somebody in from the cold, you know, that kind of thing. Just kind of like extend our 9-11 to people that really need it. But I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to go marching down the street saying, oh, it's 9-11, you know. Oh, one was like the major label debut for the whole phenomenon. Yeah, it, it just a went A lot of people didn't mainstream. like it, but in hindsight, same thing with Modest Mouse. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it has done, look, I, maybe I came off too negative. It's done amazing things for 9-11. Obviously, it's done, it's it's really blown up in a way that we never saw before. And I think that's that's cool. But for me personally, I, I get to also have my own 9-11 too, apart from all the hoopla and uh, media When your shoes hype. were stolen, that one? Um, That was my first 9-11, yeah. And that was, that was like I said, um... I learned something, you know, not having shoes that I would have not learned if I had just kept my shoes that day. I think this is a very roundabout way of telling us that you didn't bring us any presents. Okay, so you asked for presents, and I tried to explain, like, I have this history with 9-11 where for me it's actually kind of not always a good thing, you know? So Wait, well, Christmas starts on 9-11 now. Do you hate Christmas too? Uh, to me, Christmas is just like... The, the end of the 9-11 season. <laughs> Fair enough. If you're going to get your shoes stolen, it's better that it happens as a kid. Because you That's outgrow true. your shoes. As an adult, you can wear your shoes indefinitely if you take care of them properly. Well, here's the thing too, though. By, by extending the Christmas season all the way up to 9-11, when your shoes get stolen on 9-11, guess what? You got Christmas presents under the tree. You're going to get new shoes that same evening. It's not a big deal. Um, and going back to Alex's point, I think that, you know, I've heard cases of people, if they don't get their shoes stolen until they're like 40 or 50, uh, they fucking die because their body is not prepared for it. So it's good to be like sort of inculcated against that um, for a young age. I mean, I could get my shoes stolen today and I would not even notice. Yeah, that's why you hear about uh, you hear about dad stepping on Legos. I got vaccinated against it um, by having my doctor. Oh, my God. My doctor stole my shoes to vaccinate me against it. You were barefoot as a kid. Yeah, but only in the doctor's office. He stole them, and then I just got new shoes. That's so the I, way oh, it has man. to be done. Was there carpet, yeah. or was it bare floor? 
I mean, it was cold and there was a bare floor, but you know, I it, it inoculated me. Is it inoculated or in, I said inculcated? What is that? Inculcated is like when you uh, like beat an ideology into someone or beat like a lesson into someone. That's kind of what a vaccine is. So it's the same. Yeah. They're the same word, basically. Totally. They're spelled the same. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. If three quarters of a word is the same, it's pretty much the same word, guaranteed. You round up. Yeah, exactly. It's like decimal points. It doesn't matter. Well, um, Derek, you're going to feel kind of stupid for not bringing us presents because I got a present for you. Do you want to know what that is? Um, truthfully, yes. So I thought it'd be really nice if we let you do a 15 second or less plug for your Twitch stream. I don't know what's going on here. It's called like piss or shit or uh, some scatological nonsense. No, you got it right the first time. I don't know why you kept going. Twitch.tv slash piss. And it's a, a Twitch stream that we will be doing for the next little while. People call them shit as a diss. Yeah. That's like the insult name, a playground insult. Well, we just ban those people. Because so. shit is worse than piss to have in the toilet, for sure. Yeah. The kid who, who stole your that? shoes on the playground is probably in the chat just calling you guys shit. I think piss is the cure for shit. If there's a toilet that kid is and so it proud has of those shoes shit stains that, uh, on it, you just piss, piss those stains right away. That guy's a grown-ass man now, and he accidentally did Chinese foot binding to himself because he's kept them on this whole time. Well, you know, you, you get what you deserve when you walk a mile in another man's shoes. That's true. That's why they say walk a mile in a man's shoes. It's one of the worst insults you can yeah. say to someone. Yeah. It's like go hang yourself, basically, because of how much it can hurt if you're wearing the wrong size shoes. And you walk a whole mile. You can end up with blisters like Joyce Carol Oates. That's exactly right. And not to mention the mental health effects of wearing some yucky shoes that someone else wore. Plus, if they're ugly. Ew. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to get basically all the hatred that would normally be reserved for that person's shoes. But people are going to think they're your shoes, but they're not your shoes. And you can't defend yourself because if you say, I stole these from a child, people are just going to get mad at you for a different reason. If you say it's not my fault that they smell or they have poop on them because I stole them from a baby, people will just yell at you. When I was a kid, I was stepping in dog do every day. Without a second oh thought. My God. And then I would wear my shoes into bed with me. I think that kid maybe did you a favor by stealing those shoes. Well, that, like I said, that's, you know, it turns out it was a good thing. All right. Did you have socks? Uh, I think I, I think so. Yeah. Those didn't come out until later. Oh, those came out late. Yeah. I always think they came out like, oh, but no, they came out when we were teenagers, I guess. Right. Socks definitely post date shoes. Yeah. I guess yeah, I sandals were probably first, but sandals are shoes. Sandals aren't socks. No, no. Well, I, a sandal is a shoe. I was thinking the way it evolved was maybe there was socks first, and then later on they got the shoes. But you're right. You know, it was shoes, and then we decided to put a layer between the shoe and the foot. It was kind of like the second well, shoe. Someone did you know what into a sock, and it got all hard. And then someone was looking at it, and at first it was gross. And then they started to think about it, and they said, "What if a hard sock was made of leather?" <laughs> and it would protect you from Legos and stuff like that. And we used to do that thing where we would put the condoms on our feet. Oh, yeah. Kind of the, the what's it called? The latex sock, we would call it. Oh, yeah. I guess we all did used to do that. What happened to that? Things well, got the FIDS too crisis, expensive. Foot immunodeficiency syndrome kind of died out. <laughs> well, 
I don't know. I feel like Derek's maybe putting a little bit of a hamper on my Christmas spirit right now. Sorry. With all these stories of theft and doo-doo and piss streams. Well, I mean, the reason you start uh, celebrating it in September is so that you can... You've got months to celebrate it. So please, don't let my attitude ruin your good time. Okay, well, maybe we can triangulate this 9-11 talk and this Christmas talk by listening to Trade Martin's original song, Patriotic Christmas. What do you guys think about that? Um... Well, I guess we have to do that. I mean, that's the thing to do, right? Yeah, I guess. I think as the guest, it would be rude of you to say, no, we cannot listen to this song. We can and will and have to do that. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. Is Halloween the midpoint of 9-11 and Christmas? Yeah, roughly. I bet they planned that. As people throughout our nation break. I think the idea of a patriotic Christmas is just fundamentally absurd. What, what like, skin in the game does Santa have for, like, American patriotism, you know? Well, he goes to every country in the world, so it would be kind of ridiculous for him to favor America. I mean, although we do have the biggest On Christmas, toys. Jesus was being persecuted by the state. Well, fuck Jesus. He's not They were chasing down newborn babies. This guy kind of looks like uh, Gary Shandling. Yeah, for a guy who's 10 trillion years old, that photo's kind of flattering. I hope he has sleigh bells physically in his studio. You would think so, because we uh, learned today that he has over 80 original Christmas songs, so he fucking better have sleigh bells in there. He loves Christmas more than Trump. Yeah, we had no idea. More than Santa, perhaps. Evergreen branches. Well, go crazy. Santa's like the Trump of the well, North I don't want Pole. people burning our podcast records. <laughs> Me saying someone's bigger than Santa. <laughs> they were burning Beatles records in the North Pole because they said they were bigger than Santa. Nobody's bigger than that guy. He's huge. That's right. He's like the Branson of the North. We love USA. With all its heroes, hopes, and dreams. This song sucks, man. He might as well just put these in the trash. <laughs> He's making them as an exercise. And this one isn't too bad. The mix is horrible, obviously, with the sleigh bells as the lead instrument. But yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> How many uh, uh, do you the know? newer ones are unlistenable? The phasing and stuff. Like he's getting worse as a studio arranger and stuff, and as a mixer, and he's losing his hearing. So I don't know what this accomplishes. How many uh, views does this have? That is a good question. One point two k. Okay. Uh, both more than and less than I thought somehow. I mean, I know the thing with like Christmas media is that there's just an insane need for there to be just a huge pile of new Christmas shit all the time. Like that's that's why they make like 30 new Hallmark movies every year. So someone's watching this shit somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we did the Christmas pencil for E1, like our Hallmark Christmas movie, me and Branson like looked up a bunch of details about how those movies are made. And it's really funny. Like they, they do them in Canada as a way to get oh, around yeah. using union labor. 
and they just like cut all they cut everything like in your script they'll cut out any children or animals because it's more expensive to cast them it's like it's the so catering weird. is shitty like i uh one time when i was up in vancouver vancouver visiting my girlfriend i was at a coffee shop and this like older later started chatting me up for some reason i'm not really sure why um and she was a producer on a bunch of these Hallmark Christmas movies. And it yeah. it almost seemed like she was like, she kept asking me like what I did. I was like, I don't know. I kind of vaguely write shit. And she, I think she was trying to get me to write a Christmas movie for Hallmark. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, this sounds terrible. She was like, yeah, you know, we're always looking for uh, material yeah, it really is the kind of thing that you just shit out in like two days of writing. Like you just write for ten yeah. hours a day for two days and just shit it out, and that's the yeah, job. Yeah, and I, it's know? basically a template. I figure what you do is you watch yeah, ten absolutely. of them, then you just write it from memory and change the names. That's what they're all doing. Yeah, I mean to be honest, doing the E one Christmas one that was one of my favorites to write. Like, so maybe I should do it. You know? Yeah, all you would have to do is take the weirdness out. Yeah, that's right. From from Just what make I it understand, instead of mocking. It, from what I understand, it's weirdly competitive because everyone's like, "What? This is so easy to do. I'll just do it." And then they get like a you know five thousand scripts a year from people. Yeah, yeah, it's like AI art. Anyone and can also, do it. It's yeah, so exactly. Uh, we were trying to come up with a good pun name for the E1 one, and we settled on Christmas She Wrote, and that was already a fucking Hallmark movie. And we're like, <sighs> "God damn it, we got to oh, change shit. it." Oh shit, Jesus! So someone gets <laughs> murdered. Probably. I don't know. She, no, you know what it was? It actually had nothing to do with that at all. It was about a woman who's a writer and her boss is like her editor. Like It's like the typical like whimsical shit where this woman who would in real life make $20,000 a year is like rich enough to like. Yeah, she used be to be a feminist kind of like, bitch in New York and she moves home and marries a Chad. Yeah. yeah. It becomes a chud. It's a Chad to chud $200,000 a year uh, writing about Christmas. She's an architect uh, and he's a, uh, 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 he is a construction man and uh, she designs a building and he builds it. But he forgot the meaning of Christmas and she had to remind him. She had to remind him, even though she had also forgotten. She was it. sent to small town USA to tear down the big Christmas tree in the big Christmas pageant to build a big condo. Um, she was a soldier in the war on Christmas, uh, but surprise, she's a lib, so she doesn't believe in guns. Uh, so she shows up and they instantly defeat her. And then while she's in prison awaiting execution, uh, the man sent to strangle her uh, falls in love with her and teaches her the meaning of Christmas. Oh, and then wow. she's pardoned of her sins. And it's Santa. Can Santa yeah. get into a prison? I've never thought about he this. He can walk through walls. <laughs> he's, can Santa go to juvenile hall? Santa has all the same powers as God. Oh, wow. Like I don't see why not. Stuff. He's close to being Jesus, and Jesus has in infinite superpowers, right? Yeah, he has all kinds of fucking tricks. Scams. I know Santa has blue of his powers they used in the Bible. He has so many more that they just didn't show in the book. God can jump like 10 feet in the air. Oh, yeah. He's usually not on the ground. Like he never comes to Earth, so you wouldn't see it. But he, he has a big head mode on, too. Totally. He's really good with those little uh, tech deck skateboards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can do all the tricks. He wouldn't do that. He would find it degrading to come down here and do that stuff. But he could definitely do it. Tech decks are still really popular in heaven because of that, you know? Yeah. Well, it's God could it's write an EDM song and get it on the charts. This even, he even today. To. He doesn't need to. Even today. Yeah. Well, how about let's hear another patriotic one from Trade Martin. This one's called Benghazi Christmas Song. 
in parentheses, they'd be home. And this guy's name is Trade. Yep. Chris Stevens. You know, his name should be Gift instead of Trade, because he's really given us the gift of Christmas spirit. That's true. No trade necessary. This is ghostly and haunting. They'd be home with us at Christmas. Well, not with you. This is a song about Vile Rat. I don't... The thing, All those guys were libs. The thing that weirds me out about how conservatives think about Benghazi is I don't really understand what they think about it. It's, it's very confusing. Like, did they... Well, it's Hillary Clinton's fault that four guys died, basically. Yeah. But did they think they it was... For help and did they think the it was good come? that they were there? Probably. I think so. Sort of. I think they there just was wish that Hillary Clinton there. Didn't they were kill like them. they were running guns to ISIS or something. There was something really bad going that's, on there, that's but, fine, uh, but they yeah. never look into that part. They just yeah. say there were four guys over there and they died while they were playing Eve Online and they typed yeah. in I smell smoke, holy shit, and then they didn't hear from them on Eve Online again. And Hillary was there in the Oval Office lezzing out or something. Yeah, when when Hillary was president, she didn't do anything to stop this. This really is like the precursor to the stupidity of the Trump era. Of just like the sheer absurdity and lameness of like a something awful poster dying in such a politicized way. Yeah. To save their lives. I mean, you know... It would be funny if the conservatives were like, you know, Gaddafi was good, we shouldn't have got rid of him. But their take is kind of like, but now they're with they, those guys just shouldn't have died? How could yeah, they? How could those guys have not died? Come on. Of course they were going to die. And how they suffered in their final hour. It wasn't even that many guys, it. really. Yeah, it was four guys compared to Iraq and all that don't shit. Don't we have four guys dying every day? More people died in the Afghanistan pullout, right? I think, yeah, four guys died in Afghanistan total. That's why it was considered such a failure, like Benghazi. This is why they harp on the Hunter Biden shit so much, is because this works so well. They got so many hearings out of this, out of nothing. Yeah, totally. They got guys so whipped up about it, and there was nothing there, but it, it was like 10 years of content for them. Maybe they are concerned that Eve Online lost some uh, magnificent players. But in Benghazi they were killed. I like the the backup vocals he's he's doing. Yeah, Those guys so were good. all at Obama administration guys. And their families, justice must be fulfilled. God bless them. Yeah, their families really hated that their family members died. After we capture and punish their murderers and find out the truth about Benghazi. We already know the truth. Hillary did the, it. The truth, yeah. I think their murderers are dead. I would guess that those guys died. The guys in the Libyan militia 10 years ago. <laughs> Wait, That's did a really, really hard happen place on to stay alive. No, guys the in the Libyan the militia yeah, live till, till like 90. They're, they're wow. like... In the 11th anniversary, yeah. I didn't know that. This is, this is very serendipitous. The guys in the Libyan militia, they're like the old people in Japan. They just go on walks, they eat rice, they live forever. Yeah. <laughs> Innovation Digital of America, Trademark Music, Inc. Wow. The longer your company, company name is, 
the better your company is. Agreed. Our Savior will bring us peace on earth. It's really beautiful. I mean, he's got a set of pipes on him. I'll say this much. Yeah. Well, I think maybe it's time for my personal favorite song. I think this is an incredible new... This might be my favorite Christmas song of all time instantly when I heard it like two hours ago. Is it Jingle Bells? Yeah, this is next level stuff. It's not Jingle Bells. That song sucks ass. This is Precious Christmas Puppy. Is it Jingle Bell Rock? Oh, hell no, dude. I don't fucking fuck with that stuff anymore after I heard this song. Hey, here's a funny one for you. Jingle Bell uh, Post Rock. Oh, okay. I guess long. this is a music show. You're making some very complicated music jokes only that only our fans will get. The big holiday, when our youngest son, Jimmy, found That's kind of cheating how he starts his songs off with like a little monologue. It's like trying to fit in more lyrics, but he didn't know how to sing them. This song is almost entirely monologue. <laughs> it reminds me of those old Christian songs where the guy would pretend to be an aborted fetus. Yeah. Like, mommy, I love being in your belly. <laughs> we could save the puppy. But told us to keep him warm and covered up and pray. Then if he awakens, give him some milk with baby food. The doctor that part said really got the puppy me. Give him milk. some milk with baby food. <laughs> You're going to give him diarrhea. Yeah. What baby food? What? Like sweet potatoes? Peas? We're praying for you. You guys just whip out the prayers anytime anything happens. Well, what would you do if you found a, a precious Christmas puppy that wasn't eating? Well, I don't know. I I wouldn't throw it back out. I wouldn't I've pray known this first thing, thing for two minutes. <laughs> I, but that's what I mean. It's like you know, it doesn't live. That okay? Supposed to rearrange no. my whole Christmas. Well, I would save my prayer for like I'm in a building that's on fire. Yeah. Like yeah, you should get three center. prayers. I think the trade like Martin genie. Center, the World Trade Martin Center. You get three. Yeah. God is the original genie. Three prayers per lifetime, and you don't waste on bullshit. Like you know, if God was real, is he really going to be listening to this bozo who's praying to him all the time about the most inane the precious shit? Christmas puppy, baby puppy, making. You should get one fifty-fifty from God. Yeah, it should, it should be kind of like the who wants to be a millionaire lifeline shit. If you're doing something with multiple choice and there are four answers, like if you're taking the SATs, if you really want to use that, or the LSATs or something. Or if you're doing like a lotto scratcher, um, he'll scratch out half the first ones for you. Give you oh, that would be great. You have a 50-50 chance of winning the lottery. Oh, hell yeah. God in heaven, because now... So I, I guess I'm, I kind of get what you're saying, Derek, of like, why would you bring this precious Christmas puppy into your home and just let it die on the floor? It is kind of weird. Like, this is a sickly Christmas puppy. Well, I, I would do whatever's in my earthly power to help the Christmas puppy, but I wouldn't ask for a divine intervention in this case. Okay, oh, so just, you would just, just give it the baby food and the milk and hope for the best. Uh, well, I don't have any speak baby too well food. of God that God was going to let the puppy die unless you brought it in the house and asked yeah. him. Why is God always setting me up for failure? Why is God always fucking with me and sending me these tests? God told Abraham to kill the precious Christmas puppy. Jimmy, you say I hate Yahweh. Life. God bless you. And Merry Christmas. Everyone around this is world. basically the plot that of the first so Simpsons good. episode. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Where they find Santos L. Helper. Yeah, at the track on Look, Christmas. We need people. I hear something fun. I think we might have. This might be one of the only ones we've listened to in the past. Um, President Trump loves Christmas. I love Christmas. 
I love Christmas. You go to stores now, you don't see the word Christmas. It says Happy Holidays. All over. Yeah, it's such a good Trump sample to get the song going. This one I ran through I the AI, no, I which we can listen to. That's going to be your Christmas present to us after this. I did it as Donald Trump. Remember the expression in the spoken words uh, parts. It sounds a little bit different, but it still sounds like Trump. That's really funny. This one's kind of like a soft late night boogie down. Yeah. It's like subconsciously the idea of Trump makes this guy want to fuck. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's back to Studio Fifty Four. One thing we can't dismiss. It's because, like, you think about Trade Martin's heyday, that's also Trump's heyday, like, 40-plus years ago, you know? I love Christmas. What is this guy's I love job? Is his job that he he's a songwriter? I think he lives off royalties from the Kanye sample, you know? That's right. But yeah, he's been retired for a while. He's probably 80. And the Isley Brothers shit, too. But that was decades ago. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I think he didn't back have in the a day when he made like, money on music, though. I'm not sure. It's hard to say. I, I, could, I could believe it either way. But obviously, he's on Social Security now, too, so that helps. Back in the day, if, if you played clarinet on one Beach Boys B-side, you were a fucking millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't really do that anymore. There aren't really openings for session musicians who can play one chord. There aren't really Beach Boys anymore. It used to be so easy. If you just had a guitar, you could show up and play... E chord, A chord, E chord. And then you got to be on a Beatles recording. Yeah, money please. Come on, make your Christmas list. Cause President Ooh, there's some good drum fills in here. I love Christmas. Do you think Santa was happy when Trump was president? It sounds like it from what this song makes it out to be. I think he was a little jealous. They have similar personalities. Yeah, similar body types, too. Yeah. If only Santa was able to run for president. Oh, he would win so easily, it's crazy. But you know what? I I don't think think he'd be very good at it. Because, like, he would would want to still do the Christmas thing, and that's where his head would be at. Yeah, but the elves could take. It's like kind of like when a president has to put his stocks in a blind truster, but or maybe he doesn't have to, but he's supposed to. Uh, it's kind of like that where he'd have to put all the Christmas shit in like a trust with the elves, where he can't touch it while he's in office. The other thing, but if Christmas was really bad for those four years, that might be a good yeah, Christmas music, if, uh, Christmas music, Christmas movie. If Santa became president, but he had to put Christmas in yeah, a blind Christmas trust, sucks. and for four years everybody was like, "No, this is the worst Christmas." Yeah. Elf but here's Christmas the thing: sucks. kids can't vote, so they just have to fucking deal with Christmas. it. No, I want to see Christmas. It would be such a dilemma for him. An ethical dilemma. I want to see the Mary And the other thing about I think Santa Aaron Sorkin is, uh, should direct it and write it. Santa is uh, very against like uh, universal health care and welfare and things like that because he's like, "What? Uh, uh, you want a free ride? Wait until Christmas, buddy." Yeah. Only I get a One free day ride a from year reindeer. You get health care. It is kind of funny how he never gives anyone pills. Santa. Yeah. Well, he's like really like new If you ask agey. Santa for pills, he won't give you pills. That's a good point. He hangs out with the fucking elves, and they're all like doing juice cleanses all the time. They're they're taking all the pills up there. There's none left for our our nation's elderly who need them. They're fucking Canadian elves. Like, say what you will about Donald Trump, but this song, you have to admit, is objectively true. He loves Christmas. He said it at the beginning in that sample. 
I mean, I can't find it. I can't debate the song. The song is what it is. It says what happened, and you know, it just yeah, it's pretty objective. It's like a so- it's like the ABC song. It's like yeah, I admit it. Those are the ABCs. You know, what do you want from me? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't. I would not gonna say the ABCs are fake news. Next time for someone to sing with me. That's what I want. Yeah, that's true. That's a very needy song. I don't yeah. like that about the ABC song. I don't like how it's so needy. It's freaking emo. It's kind of a BPD type song. I want to do a version of the alphabet where it begins with Donald Trump being like, I love the alphabet, love the letters. <laughs> Letter A. Letter B. Letter C. I mean, speaking of, maybe, maybe Alex, we got to open up your Christmas present to us right now. Oh, yeah. We need people that are strong. That's pretty good. I like it's Trump that. doing it Trump's like voice. The word yeah. Christmas. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. Pretty accurate. I love Christmas. Happy holidays. Wow. Happy really holidays. sounds like Trump. I want to see Christmas. No, I want to see Christmas. It even sounds like him clapping. I want to see Merry Christmas. Remember the expression Merry Christmas? You don't see it anymore. You don't see it. I, I don't I don't see it anymore. As we celebrate his birth. He had four years to fix that and he didn't. That's why they kicked his ass out of office. Jesus. Christians around the world. You know what I think it is? Is this guy just already sounds like Trump when he's singing. He kind of does. He sounds like pitch down Trump. <laughs> He'd be very flattered to hear that. It's gonna be holiday. I love this. I really like that reverb snare. Yeah. Sounds like a gunshot, which is very patriotic. 21 gun salute at the end of every bar. Yeah. You think uh, Santa concealed carries on Christmas? America's a dangerous place. Now, you know, I could imagine Trump actually, like, on the campaign trail, just singing songs. And it's kind of crazy to me that he doesn't, now that I'm hearing this. Yeah, people would fucking love it, and then he wouldn't have to talk about anything else. That'd be awesome. I think the thing is, he doesn't know enough songs. Because he seems to know, like, three Rolling Stone songs, and, like, uh, the YMCA song. And right, that's about yeah. It. It's, I think it's- it would be great if he did karaoke to funeral for a friend. Let it play for eight minutes before it starts. <laughs> I think uh, I th- it's like how he only he doesn't know that he doesn't uh, remember that there's a Bible until someone hands him one. He's like, oh, yeah, this thing. I love this. He really does know two books. He knows Art of the Deal and the Bible. There's mine that I like and there's yours that you guys like. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you, love uh, it. you love this book. You know, which one's better? Who's to say? You know, I got my favorite. That's all there is to it. I think Donald Trump would like this song if he heard it. He never will hear it, but... You would have to show up to Mar-a-Lago and play it out of a Bluetooth speaker or something. The background vocals don't sound like Trump. It's like... The main vocal sounds like Trump, and then the background's like... Yeah, it's like weirdly high-pitched. Yeah, I think the AI was like, we don't know who the fuck that is in the background. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny when it struggles with it. Maybe it's Baron. It would be funny if Baron had a really high voice. <laughs> President Trump loves Christmas. 
Do you think Baron loves Christmas or is he an SJW? Well, he must. Because it's so elaborate at his house, and that's when his dad is happiest, I think. Probably when yeah. he yells the least. I mean, I assume <laughs> he got, like, his own basketball court one year, so he probably loves it. Yeah, he was the only kid, I think. I think all the other kids were grown up or Tiffany during his lifetime. That's, so they that's didn't why get he's presidents. so tall. He got a basketball court, so he became tall. That's right. That's how evolution works. You, you grow into the oh, fishbowl wow. you live in. It's like giraffes. Yeah, yeah Lamarckian evolution. Giraffes evolved long necks to get to food that was in a basketball. It was one of those baskets, like for apples. Right. No, it was um. Uh, is it peaches that James Naismith or whatever peach yeah, baskets? Peaches. Basketball? Yeah, those those uh, the giraffes wanted to reach the peaches, and they were on the basketball court. You got to reach the peach. That's, That's what, what they say in the say. NBA. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you want to hear another one here? Uh, another what are we hearing? Another Trade Martin song? Yeah. A song, what about this one called Terrorist in My Toilet Bowl for Christmas? And this is by who? Here we, World Trade Center Martin. Here we go. What? Rough Trade Martin. This Wait, is this song only a minute long? Yeah, it is. This is a brisk one. Displaying my so is his poop a terrorist? I think so. Like it hurt coming out? Oh, it's a radical kind of waterboarding. That's funny. Golden shower effect. Wow. I feel like I just shit out a suicide bomber. Ooh, he's got a picture of Bin Laden in the toilet. He asked his nephew to Photoshop that for him. I like the canned laughter. Kiss I can us. just imagine the EQ that his ears have now, where all yeah, the highs above like 2K right are completely gone. He's hearing this and saying, oh, the treble is dialed in. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds crisp. I like the boing. This is so juvenile. Like, this would be considered unfunny on E-Bomb's world. He posted this on Newgrounds in 2002. People would be like, all right, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of like R. Stevie Moore or something. It's it's like this. This one really feels like outsider art. All right, this really one now is. is called "Let's Wish the Mosque Merry Christmas." And he was an insider. He's sort of like Scott Walker. His music has become much weirder as he's gotten older. Yeah, yeah. and he does kind of have that <laughs> like mid-era Scott Walker voice. Like I could see him singing the electrician or something. Yeah. Wait, there's a. Uh, sequel song to this yeah we listened to the other one about the mosque but this is a christmas mosque one it's the season it's the season for mosques isa ibn miriam it talks about this in the the quran god bless the imam he'll see us what even is this what what is the point he's making Ooh, Marxists. George Soros. Oh, I hate that guy. You don't hear about Saul Alinsky enough anymore. That guy's never paying me as much as I want him to pay me when I protest. This song's kind of based. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he's a liberal. Trade, are you a liberal? His name is Free Trade Martin. I, I definitely like his shorter songs. Yeah, me too. I love this Photoshop, the album cover for it. You got Soros, you've got uh you've got Marx, you've got Ahmadinejad, Saul Alinsky. I don't even know who that is. Eric Holder? I forgot about yeah, it looks like 
I forgot about the era when uh, conservatives hated Saul Alinsky. Yeah, that I was have like all an that Obama stuff burned into my brain forever, like the Fast and Furious scandal and the tan suit yeah. and all that shit. Truly a ridiculous era in American history. And then just living through that and realizing, like, you know this is all going to blow up with, like, kicking the can down the road on all this economic stuff and not fixing anything after the recession. Like, this is going to get bad. And they're like, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And it is fine because now we have Christmas season that starts on 9-11 and I think it's quite dandy. It's true. That's what I Christmas think. starts you know what on 9-11 because of global warming. Oh, I'm, it's interesting you bring that up. Let's check that out. Let's check global what out? Global Warming Sorry? Christmas. This song is called Global Warming Christmas. And this is by who? By Trade a Pokemon Martin. It's too hard to think about romance. Carolers in bathing suits. Actually, I like I like the piano in this one. Yeah, this is a cool sound. Oh, this is part of the classic Christmas series. It says on the cover. This song is actually pretty good compared to the other ones. Well, let's see what he I does. I think it is course. older. I don't get what point he's making. His sarcasm always falls flat. Whoa. Now it's fucking New oh Order or some shit. Yeah, that snare sounds really funny. The drums are dead center. Yep. Sounds like a Sega Saturn. From the Upper East Side to Brooklyn, the sun burns through the sky. Alright. Chorus is shoddy, but the verses are, are really good. Yeah. In Harlem at the Staten Island, kids will be lining up. He's just pandering now. He just knows everybody in Harlem's gonna be like, woo, and then everyone in Staten Island's gonna be like, woo, when he does Madison Square Garden. Yeah. <laughs> he performs Global Warming Christmas for tens of thousands of screaming teen fans. He's gonna open for Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this song should be as long as those other ones. This is already, there's still two more fucking minutes in this thing. I feel like this song would have killed live, like if he had been performing it beforehand. But then when it came out, they'd be like, oh, the production, he, the production killed it. He has to be deaf in one ear. Everything's either way phased into the wide channels or it's completely mono, yes. artificial mono. Thank God I was only dreaming. I would be clapping at this part. Oh, me too. I'd be losing it. Maybe the three of us can organize a big trademark concert for Christmas this year at Madison Square Garden. Oh so my God, fun. that'd be amazing. You want to take this the spearhead so on that, Eric? I'm going to call his uh, manager and set that up. I'll have my people call his people. Okay. This is so ridiculous. 
the harmonizer on the guitar sucks. Yeah, it sounds insane. Clearly not actually tracked, or it's... Uh, yeah, this is some some uh, studio like dog shit. set to major seventh chords or something. Yeah, it sounds so bad. That's, that's what I hate, is when you take a great song, you have the basis for a great song, you get in the studio and you just fuck it up, throwing everything you can at it. All the bells and whistles. I'd like to hear this acoustic. Unplugged. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I appreciate his experimental side because that has brought a lot of cool music. But at the same time, it's like, you know, give the fans what they want. He's going to be the first person to die from not having their oxygen tank during an unplugged performance. I think that was Marky Smith, actually. The legend. All right, let's listen to The Legend of Christmas Mountain. This is on the same album, and it's already noticeably louder. Yeah. kind of came up with all the that lo-fi shit it's true this album is kind of like a fleetwood max tusk where he's going from like a lo-fi one to one that's twice as loud and better produced they say miracles happen on christmas he's back to his little spoken word shit yep like shit that i love yes this legend is one reminds me too much of rap yeah me too what is Christmas Mountain? There are no mountains involved. Well, listen up. He's going to tell us. Well, that's why it's a legend. He lives on ice. They live so happy on Christmas Mountain. Oh, God, I'd be so happy if I lived there, too. He doesn't understand Christmas. Like, can you imagine how fun it would be to have to give everyone presents every day? Well, do you get them too? Then a deadly I don't think I would want them. I can't think of enough things I want, you know? Hurricane winds and ice Every day I would say, I don't want anything. And when people don't get me anything, I would get all pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Passive Expect them to know every single day. I wish that someone would give me a precious Christmas puppy every single day on Christmas Mountain. Yeah, I wish there was a sick puppy outside every day when I left the house. Yeah, and I had to nurse it back with baby food every day. For you, you can get unlimited baby food to feed it. You don't have the 12 days of Christmas, right? You have like, how many days is it until Christmas? Between 9-11 and Christmas? Uh, probably about 100, the 100 days of Christmas. Yeah. So you, so you got time. Listen to those patches. It's like... Uh, uh, prefab sprout. Yeah, totally. This guy has got a DX7 and he loves experimenting with um, FM. What's, oh, uh, but my thought a second ago was, uh, you know, like in Greek myth when Prometheus, he steals the fire and then he has to have an eagle like eat his liver every single day. That's like how the precious Christmas puppy is for me. Where I have to save this fucking puppy every day. If that happened today, he would probably steal the fire emoji. That's right. These fucking Gen Zs, I tell you, man. It's all about emojis nowadays. They probably don't even know that fire is real. They think it's just an emoji. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. Not enough stuff burns down these days. And people think it's, uh, they think it's orange. It's like, yeah, it is orange sometimes, but it can also be other colors too. It could even be blue, honestly. 
It can. Jordan Peterson genuinely thinks fire looks like the fire emoji because he got mad that the the HTML page where you can see the fires and the fire emoji show up on over the Canada uh, the map of Canada. And he saw those and he thought it was a photorealistic depiction and they were too big. Jordan Peterson's just a classic uh, Gen Z, you know? He is. Look at the way he dresses. He's just on his damn phone all the time. He dresses like a clown. He's on Twitter all day. He's a pill popper. He fucks like his 22-year-old daughter. Yep. That's right. I mean, it's it's all that lean he's on. And he's got to stop messing with the young chicks. Come on. His daughter made him go to Russia to to go cold turkey off lean. He was trying to find Santa. That was a cover story. Jordan Peterson's going to die like Juice World. The, the feds are going to come on his plane and he's going to just ingest all the lean so they don't find it and he's going to OD. Well, they, they won't be jug. the first people doing that a came keg on his stand. Plane. You have a, a keg of promethazine <laughs> keg of syrup. Lean. You're doing a keg stand. <laughs> all right. Um, what do you think? Let's skip ahead of this last one on the list here. It's called ISIS Don't Spoil Our Christmas. It's by Elvis Poochley, this a toy poodle. I guess this is some gimmick he's doing. Oh, Papa Goo Goo. Is that like Conjure oh, Goo Goo? I think Papa Goo Goo is his um, alternate uh, ego, his comedy alter ego. Holy moly, this is horrifying. When I wish on Bethlehem Star, don't want to hear no This shit sucks. Do they say Allahu Akbar anymore? That's really kind of like a. I don't think the Gen Z terrorists are saying that. I feel like that's probably old hat by now. It's like saying Ollie Ollie Oxen Free. Yeah. Or saying Cowabunga or something. Like I feel like that's lame to say that. Oh, radical, yeah, dude. Especially because this is about ISIS. This is not about those old school terrorist groups like Al Qaeda. Like, ISIS is pretty hip. That's you know? a new generation. They're on Twitter and shit. Classic case of swag versus class. Man, he is not funny at all. Jesus Christ is yeah, he's just not a funny guy. At making self-serious Trump Christmas songs. You can't see it, but it's a poodle, and it's fed into one of those primitive AI things where it matches your voice. But it's a human mouth over the dog's mouth. And the eyes are moving like a dog, and it's very strange. And he's just going, and you can't even understand it. He had that contained. And there's a laugh track in the background. Let all the refugees in. Oh, is he making fun of giving people health care? If you were on mushrooms, this would put you in a really bad place. Oh, 100%. I, I don't like how all the fake laughs in the background just sound like the same guy, but I also know it's like canned and it's not him. Well, why do you think the laughing's fake? Uh, that's a good point. He, he might just be hanging out with some friends. Yeah, with just some awkward friends who are genuinely laughing. Well, I've got a couple more of those AI covers. Oh, more Christmas. Pre- I noticed Derek didn't bring us any presents, so I'm glad you brought extras. What, you just noticed that? Well, I thought it'd be. Uh, you thought I was joking I earlier when I said I didn't bring anything? Well, I was just looking for an excuse to make you feel bad. Well, it worked. Should we listen to one of the AI ones? I'm I'm okay these, with that. These Drake ones that you posted in the chat? Yeah, I fed John Acapinti into the Drizzy model. Oh man, there's that classic Brother John instrumental. I feel like I'm in the barnyard. 
I can hear some Drake in there, but it's it's pretty rough because Akapinti's so rough. Yeah, it has a lot of trouble finding the vocal track. But it sounds enough like it that it's funny. <laughs> Is this supposed to be Drake? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's having a hard time placing it. It could just as easily be Trump to me, you know? <laughs> On second thought, this is how Drake always sounds right here. It's kind of hard to do it because Drake usually sings through autotune. Yeah. But this is off key. I couldn't tell. Actually, it does kind of autotune it a little bit. But the attack and release on it is a little weirder. Is that classic off-time Brother John piano solo that's too loud? That old barrel house piano. You know, without Brother John's mellifluous vocals, it kind of makes me realize that his music sucks a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's not very smart. <laughs> Dave, Dwayne, and Neil. This is one of his greatest hits, oh, I think. Oh, classic. About the Couriers, the famous Couriers. We checked in on them a couple weeks ago to make sure another one of them didn't die. I think Dave died. Neil had yeah. a stroke, but is still alive. And Dwayne is just online posting conservative stuff. <laughs> the beat got like 20 times quieter when it came in. Yeah, it struggles with it so much. Through many tears, serving the Lord in the court. We thank so bad. You know what it has, though? It has his flow. We thank God. Yeah. Yeah, it's that classic Drake flow. <laughs> that classic Akapinti flow. In one accord, they sing to the Lord. This is so real. Love, love, we can't fail. We thank God for <laughs> I just love when the voices get too high pitched like that and they start Yeah, like it doesn't shrinking. know which octave to put it in. The volume just jumps way <laughs> back up. <laughs> if anything, it's amazing that it gets this many of the lyrics from the original. Praising God's name, we thank if you showed this to Dave, Dwayne, and Neil, they might think it's the real Drake. Yeah. They don't know what he sounds like. This is my favorite hip hop track. With love we can feel. We thank God for Dave, Dwayne, and Neil. Yes, we thank God. Really stress testing this. With love we can feel. He's fucking squealing. This is like when Drake did the remix for Migos with Versace. He's gonna blow up Brother John to like astronomical heights now. Someone better do it before he dies. He could die any minute. He could have died by the time we recorded this. 
This fucking like local news outro here. It's so funny. <laughs> One of the funniest songs of all time. And the video is so good too, with it zooming in on the same three blurry pictures of these old guys. <laughs> yes. And it keeps zooming in faster and faster as the song goes on. <laughs> it's so just disorienting. He needs to add Drake into that video now. Yeah, having it through auto-tune makes it so much better. Um Derek, thanks for stopping by here. I know that I noticed that you didn't bring us any presents, but I'm still glad that you could kick off the Christmas season with us. Yeah, I kind of wanted to save that till the end to reveal I didn't bring you any presents, but uh, you know, I guess well, cast out of the bag. over on Twitch. It's Pissmas. Merry Pissmas. What does that mean? Is that some kind of thing you're doing now over there? Because it's Christmas season. Um, it's something we have to do. I'm gonna tune in tonight, and if you're not talking about Christmas, I'm gonna be fucking. I'm look, it's gonna it's gonna come up. It's important, you know. Okay. People are gonna be okay. asking for it. Well, you know what people are gonna be asking for on this show? They're gonna say, bring Derek back, and next time he better have gifts with him. Okay, well Can I get a timestamp? I don't want to watch anything that's not about Christmas. Okay, yeah. Asking someone for a timestamp on an upcoming stream. I, I think <laughs> it will happen forty five minutes into the stream that takes place seven streams from now. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. I can announce that safely. So, spoiler, there's going to be seven more streams. And we want everyone to check out all of them, unless they conflict with listening to this show. I mean, yeah, you can listen to both at the same time. That's true. It's, yeah, well, they're both that. pretty... They're not uh, exactly uh, intellectually taxing, let's be honest. I mean, you can mute our stream. I don't care, as long as you got the window open somewhere. Have it in another tab. It doesn't matter. Yeah, keep the ads. Keep refreshing it so it starts a new ad. That's right. Yeah, I could just close the tab. No, don't, cl don't close the tab. Come on. Well, I don't want to watch it. Well, oh, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good way to not watch it. All right. Well, Derek, thanks for being here. Yo, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You know? Not, uh... Have yeah, I guess. Merry 9-11 to er everybody. Well, not everybody, not the terrorists. Ugh, I hate those guys. We thank God for day 20 and